Yo, what's good? Welcome to Countercurrents. I'm Petey Steele, your host tonight. My co-host, Elena Torres, couldn't be here because she's at Nationals Park with her husband. Uh, I'm not jealous in the slightest uh, because I'm here with the Spoons, Tunes, and Booze crew. Is that what you go by? Like, Is that like the set kind of? Yeah, I mean, I mean, my name is Michael Austin. My name is Nell Casey. Uh, we, our company is Secret Formula, and yeah, our show is Spoons, Tunes, and Booze. Okay, <laughs> so Secret Formula, we got Nell and Michael. Yeah. Bong, bong, thank you for joining us this evening. Thanks for having us. This yeah. is so fun. This Back in the blast. green room. Yeah. yeah Baseball game on the outside. Fuck yeah, man. Fish tank, picking up the bubbler. Classic. The fish tank. I'll tell you, all the fish died recently, and these are new fish, and they look very happy. Yeah, you know, the average fish at the Arlington Cinema Draft House has about a nine-month, uh, you know, lifespan, I, I would like say. that's nothing to be ashamed of. That's a long time for, yeah. like, a communally cared for fish tank. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's about fish gestation anyway, so, totally. you know, nine in, nine out. What the fuck? <laughs> Call it a day. Um, so, you guys... I've done a little bit of research, and I've got this cool, handy-dandy thing here, this aid. But generally, you guys do a lot of games with trivia and stuff related to the subject matter of classic cartoons. And then serials, too. I was oh, yeah. checking that out. That's really cool. Which, it's, what would it's you the say full Saturday morning experience, right? Okay. Like when you're a kid, you wake up. Maybe it's a little earlier than a school day even. You're yeah, parking yeah. yourself in front of the TV, but first you gotta grab your big old bowl of cocoa puffs. So we're just oh. trying to we're trying to do that but with adult beverages. Right, because now we're adults and we're getting high and hiding in our apartments or homes, you lucky people you. Uh, watching cartoons as adults I grew up with. So uh, we say that's cool. How about you come and do it in person with a bunch of other people who are, you know, wanting to have some drinks, maybe get high. Watch some cartoons they grew up with. Eat the sugary cereal. Cereal is expensive. It's like $7 a box. It's insane. we're supposed to eat, now that we're older, we're supposed to eat honey bunches of oats. That's not healthy. And and like Kashi. Yeah, but it seems healthy. Yeah, but it's not. And it's like no one wants to treat themselves to like a box of Lucky Charms. So we have an all-you-can-eat cereal bar filled with. All the good shit. Lucky Charms. Cocoa Puffs. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Apple Jacks. Uh, Reese's Puffs. Crunch Berries. Uh, Fruity Pebbles. Uh, Fruit Loops. Now it's all over. Honky's seeing pink hearts, yellow moons, all stars, and green clovers. Exactly. Can you pick that? Do you know that reference? Oh, Lucky Charms reference? Yeah. Well, that reference, but you know what song that's from? Oh, no. Oh, you guys not hip-hop types so much? I mean... I mean, I'm I, not, I, I I'm th- bad at quotes in yeah. general. Yeah, maybe that's more. Yeah, that was uh, the Jizza from Wu Tang Clan. Oh, okay. The, uh, the Seventh Chamber track back in uh, 1993. See, we should know that, especially because we're from New York City and Wu Tang is from Staten Island, and, yes, and my are. longtime boyfriend of almost a decade is from Staten Island. So if he hears this, he'll be very ashamed of me. And you're still dating him. And it's you know what we we've, we've been through it all now, and I just feel like I need to. Oh, own this the was Staten the death Island-ness. rattle. Yeah, we fucked up with Jesus' yeah, verse. Like, uh, I don't know. Their relationship lasted through him living on Staten Island when she lived in Manhattan. This is some relatable content for people who don't live in New York City. <laughs> it's a, it's a long distance relationship. It's basically yeah. you might as well be on the other side of the country. You is have what to take a boat saying. to get oh, there. That's I, I not took a the joke. ferry over <laughs> yeah, there. You know, oh, you absolutely, just to get the cheap view of the statue, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And my uncle actually taught there. at 
poly prep back in the day. No way. Yeah, yeah. And every year he used to get like five mafia dons, kids giving them TVs for Christmas and shit like that. I don't think a lot has changed, to be honest with you. I think it's probably still about the same. He said it was the land of toxic waste and polyester. Oh, well, the dump has since been covered over, so, you know. But it's still under there lurking. over it? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. All I know is when I'm on Tinder and someone's like more than a mile away, I'm not going to accept that person in my life as a New York City resident. That's a long-distance relationship. You wouldn't take the ferry for a booty call? Never. Jesus. But they serve beer and really good nachos. I can masturbate and drink alone rather than take the ferry to like get a booty call on Staten Island. Yeah. This is now a New York City podcast just about dating and You want to fuck a Republican, you'll just go on Grindr or something, right? Now now I have a girlfriend and she lives nearby, so I'm fine. I don't have to. Hashtag humble brag. Yeah, yeah. I have a relationship. Uh, I'm a well-adjusted adult who watches cartoons and eats cereal, and somebody loves me. Now, let me just say, I mean, yeah, I was definitely a typical American kid, 80s baby, 81, grew up then, and um, watched most of these, I think, um, as I'm reading over this list of probably, how many items are on this, like 50? Uh, I think it's Over more than 100, that. Yeah. I think that's like 100. We have actually way more than that, too. Wow. So, that's our abridged version of the Yeah, menu. this is the Halloween menu because we did a Halloween theme this month. So yeah. we, we pared it down a little bit. All the ones that are in orange are the Halloween episodes. And I was definitely the kid. I remember my mom always tells this story. I used to you know, ride my trike out in the morning when I was like three or four to watch cartoons. And sometimes you turn on the TV and fucking Jimmy Swaggart's preaching or some shit, you know, and I would yell at him <laughs> yeah. from my trike and say, like, I don't need a Bible, you know, I got mine from Bible camp. They sent me to one. It was like, you know, a Crayola five-page special that I made about, you know, the six days it took to create Earth or whatever the fuck. Um, but I wanted to watch Mask. Oh, yeah, oh, Mask. mask. I, I, we have Mask. It's on the menu. I have it. Don't worry. Really? I didn't yeah, see yeah. it here. It's not there. Was, okay. There's, like, the font... Uh, I, it's either we make the menu two pages or we make the font, like, size seven with a sure. magnifying glass. Yeah, everyone gets a magnifying I've got all mask. the acronyms. I've got Mask. I've got Cops. Cops. Dun, yeah. dun, dun, I can't remember dun, what dun, it stands dun, dun, for, but I have it. Yeah, I was, like, seven or eight when that came out. That was... um. Bulletproof and Mace and wow, Nightshade. You, wow, you know cops. You know your shit. Yeah, you know that your was that was anyway. a banger. We've I never, like that we've show. never watched it at the show in the last nine years of doing it. Yeah. So it was only on maybe like two years. Yeah, it was a short. It was Shocking. a short run. Yeah. But that's like you know the cool thing about the show too. I thought is it like, would hold up at the time. <laughs> right. What did I know? I was seven. Every, every cartoon we watched when we were seven, we thought it would last forever. Uh, and that's the fun thing about the show too. When it's like uh, somebody chooses a cartoon like that and you watch it. And you're like, holy shit, I remember this. Yeah. Like, but, you know, it gets lost to time sometimes. You know, there's so many of those tar- cartoons that got pushed out. I mean, I was the same way. I was up at five or six in the morning uh, ready to watch cartoons. And sometimes, yeah, the infomercials were still on or the preacher was going, like, get going. Yeah. And then just spent all Saturday just parked, like, two feet in front of the TV, just flipping around all the best cartoons. It was a, it was a great time. No, absolutely. But I mean, I I can't say I had the luxury of a lot of like cereals that left the milk rainbow, you know. But I was my parents were pretty big on Cheerios. Oh yeah. Oh, I was a full Cheerios total. family for sure. I had every a, once in a while something. My family had an interesting policy. It was a game where my sister and I would go to the store with my mother, and if we were successfully able to hide something in the shopping cart until it got to the checkout register. 
like mainly this was sugary cereals because mm-hmm. she didn't want to have it. But if we snuck in a fruity pebbles or a lucky charms or a cinnamon toast crunch and it made it to the hands of the cashier, she'd be like, Well done, you did it. You can have this now. Otherwise, yeah, it was a lot of uh, pseudo healthy cereals. It's all just it's all just carbs. It's all just sugar. Yeah. Even if it's not sugary, it's sugar. Yeah, you know, I think I would have gotten away with that more if I'd thought ahead back in the day. Like, if I just hid something in the shopping cart, and then it comes out, and then my mom would probably be too fucking embarrassed to have the guy want yeah. to leave the stand and bring it back. or <laughs> And just tired, too. Else. Like, if you yeah. make sure the whole shopping experience is really stressful for your parent, by the time they get to the register, they're broken sure. inside, and they just give up. Yeah. This is why I'm not having children, because children are fucking evil. They're awful. That is the worst, an evil, yeah. evil plan. It was a delicious <laughs> victory every time. <laughs> no, they're just going to grow up and make C's, you know? <laughs> I mean, my kids. Oh, in, my, in my defense, I made A's, so yeah, I, I was able to sneak some cereal in. Second humble brag of... It's the second of many. You know, I read something about uh, the General Mills brand, I think, or maybe or maybe it was post-cereal, but one of them was some kind of evangelist guy that marketed it by saying that it would help you kids to stop masturbating. Well, yep. Kellogg's. Like, yeah, Kellogg. that was Kellogg's. Oh, Kellogg. yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, all right. If, uh, Fascinating history. Uh, I believe the movie is it's like Welcome to Wellville no, or it's, something. it's The Road to Wellville. With Anthony Hopkins mm-hmm. as Kellogg's, also starring Matthew Broderick. Mm-hmm. Amazing movie about the Kellogg about the Kellogg's formation because he just had this sanatorium, like health center, for sure. people to learn to stop masturbating and then made this terrible cereal for them to eat. Oh wow! There's a lot of stuff about poop in that movie too. A lot of like things about fiber. And his like brother being the one, and then I think his brother like then made cereal too, but added sugar to it because this is gross. And then it's made a fortune. It made a fortune. It's a it's a great movie. Road to Wellville. Road to Wellville. Uh, And it's a really crazy story that this thing that everybody eats. Do they expose him at the end and show that, like, as the CEO, all he did in his free time was, like, masturbate and look remember. at shit? I don't remember. Well, in this movie, it was, like, it was like the beginning of the creation of Serial, and right. I don't think they made it to, like, um, you know, he's the CEO of a company. Right. But it was just, like, this is how Serial was invented. Remember, kids, masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> it worked, too. I yeah. mean, no one masturbates anymore. This yeah, is, no. That's no, just no. completely been eradicated. I mean, if you eat enough sugary cereal, you don't have the energy. <laughs> Actually, that sugar crash yeah, from it's, from it's, it's kind of all you have after the sugar crash to get you back up in my experience <laughs> literally oh. up I kind of yeah. wish you know I'd built up resistance as a youth to like you know honey smacks so I wouldn't be fucking beta max oh wait wait honey smacks honey smacks were dope it's burnt toast oh, with okay, sugar no. on it yeah that's some gross cereal taste that's mm, great mascot Bad yeah. cereal. The Diggum Frog is. Diggum Frog is, oh, frog yeah. is the dude. Right you got a little enamel pen, e. Diggum Frog. Yeah. E. So what would you guys say? Are you, Okay, oh, here's one you do have on the list that I wanted to talk about. I mentioned to Nell, I think, before uh, we started recording, that I was like a Nintendo pilot more so than a cartoon guy yeah. as a youth. But I see Captain N, the Game oh, Master. Game Master, yeah. yeah. The perfect crossover. Yeah, I watched that intro actually preparing for this interview, and yeah, that doesn't hold up neither. No. Well, hold, well, wait, 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 wait. hold at all? The, wait, so you watched like, the opening credits? Yeah. Where the boy like, is playing Nintendo yeah, with, with his dog. dog and they get sucked yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well, like high-tech, te- like, that was like... 
That was Pixar level. Yeah. At the time. No, the yeah. That was Peter Gabriel fucking sledgehammer in 83. <laughs> they were fucking around. But, like, nonetheless, I, I just looked at this shit and I was like, it didn't even seem like a good plot line or anything. Like, Well, there's very little plot to begin with when it comes to that cartoon. It's just. And I knew he I fell in love with, uh, what was it, Princess, Princess. Lana. Yeah. But I'm sure he never, like, whatever at the end. Had sex. Know, I, you said it, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look. Don't get Michael started on there, sex and there, cartoons. There is a lot. The show that we do is R-rated. There is, there's a lot of sexual innuendo in children's right, cartoons. Right. That, so much. That was purposely put there that we missed. And now that we watch it a little tipsy as adult, we notice. Uh, so, look. I'm sure they all they wrote a secret like ending episode where they Deleted both like, Yeah, they both mm-hmm. fucked. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that cartoon's hilarious. He do you think it, they did the same for Link and fucking Princess Zelda? That cartoon exists too, and it, it, if they're not like fucking in that cartoon, oh wait, <laughs> that cartoon is terrible with Link. It's yeah. like he has like a catchphrase. Oh boy, it's like oh brother. It's basically one of those cartoons. He says that a lot. Like Jeepers. Yeah, no. Um, That was actually part of the Mario Super Show, right? And they would play it every Friday Zelda. as part of that yeah. episode, Zelda. Mm-hmm. So it was rather like the real guys, Captain Lou Albano oh, and um, yeah. who was the I other wrestler? I just watched a documentary about that show, yeah. actually. And that guy was like a real actor. Yeah, uh, and now I'm blanking on his name. He was Al- Albano was in Miami Vice too. Was he? Yeah, he had one like cameo. That show was ridiculous. Like Cindy Lauper appeared on that Fuck show. Yeah. Magic Johnson. Love that show. Because yeah, Cindy Lauper had like King, a, kid, or, uh, a kid Bernard show King. Too. Fucking oh, are you, I'm, which, oh, you're talking about Mario, but I, I'm sorry. Sorry, I we jumped you around. Jumped to Miami Vice. I'm sorry. Oh no, I know <laughs> nothing about. I'm Miami obsessed Vice. No. with Miami Vice. I I yeah. can talk about cartoons for hours, but nothing. Miami Vice. I I mean, I've watched else. a lot of TV in my time, but like I haven't like studied it as intensely as I have like the cartoons every week. Wow. Getting all these things together. Just amazing. The Centurions. Holy shit. Yeah. I forgot about them. They were like what? They, uh, I mean, they were like in the He-Man and the Silverhawks vein yeah. kind of, right? They were all all cartoons are the same. There's Challenge of the Gobots and there's Transformers. Uh, there's Dude, Centurions the and same. Silverhawks. There's a fucking hundred on this list. <laughs> well, the, and again, there's probably a hundred more that I have that aren't on the list. It's just like so many of those cats. things are you know, repetitive. In the 90s, there was like... 18 different dinosaur cartoons. The turtles came out and then they made street sharks and it's essentially the same cartoon, just a lot less quality. So where on earth is Carmen San Diego? Was that actually an animated? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was after the game show on PBS. Yeah. It was on the nineties on like Fox kids in in the later years of like Fox kids. That was interesting. Cause then, you know, the host of the, game show one was the late Lynn Thigpen who was from the Warriors the DJ lady like hey Papa's yeah, yeah. she you was know, so good I that love TV that movie yeah. oh and that I had, I'd best. never even seen that movie Warriors really play. oh yeah. New York come on I know it's they had to do like I can't imagine that movie had a big budget but it's such an easy movie to make in like 80s New York which already looked like Terrible. a post-apocalyptic yeah. society sure <laughs> sure that was then um so wait, so you guys have been at this thing where you do trivia games, stuff based on this for probably like what, 10 years, uh, Nell was saying? Thereabouts, yeah. Yeah, in New York, uh, we've been doing it here in Arlington for like two years now. I mean, we've uh, we've made contests and silly games. We blindfold people and like 
feed them crushed up cereal on stage and then they have to figure out the cereals that are in their mouth. Yeah, the contest, I think, for some people have been the most fun part of the show. It's like the cartoons are obviously great and uh, I think that we get the most feedback about the contests in some mm-hmm. ways. Like people are like, do more contests. We Today we did like a name that tune, T-O-O-N. So we played cartoon theme song clips and made people guess what they were. And that's the kind of thing, like it's just fun because like you might remember a cartoon theme song and maybe you haven't seen the cartoon in years, but the theme song, you just an earworm. You're just like, oh, I remember that. I bet you I would. Yeah. I have a sort of eidectic memory with some of this shit. If I hear it, I'll probably know it. I would have brought I would have brought the game. Oh, we could have no, we could have played a game with you right oh, now. Sing, yeah. I can just sing them. Sure. Do mm-hmm. do you do you have one for them? Yeah, she's got a good fucking voice. Right, um what's a good one? I mean, this is a really easy one, but it's the first one that came to mind. All right. Life is like a hurricane here you in Duckburg. All right, what do you got? Uh, DuckTales. That's an easy one. That was just the first one that came yeah. to mind. Uh Okay, I'm, I'll do one. Okay. Uh, not really a lot of words though. Oh So you know it. It's in your head, but that's what's the name of the show. Fuck! And now I'm never gonna tell you, and it's gonna ruin your life. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. It's tailspin. I'm not a monster. Yeah. God damn it! I was, <laughs> I was gonna actually guess that, and I just then I was like, no, that was a different song. I kind of remember, but they, that that one had words. So you only kind of give me like the half template, right? Well, that well, well that's like tailspin's like, like one of the only words in that theme song. Right? You really can't. Well, I mean. <laughs> There's other so a few other words, but we'll out. give someone like the first four or five oh, yeah. seconds, you know, and it drives them insane. And it'll, the best moments ever are when someone's like, "Oh, my favorite cartoon theme song is so and so," and then at some point during the contest, we just give them the first five or six seconds of it, and they, they don't, don't recognize it. it. Oh, That's God. blue. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 All the jungle Book folks. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The boy was in it too, right? No, the boy was yeah. not in. There were no it? humans. No, but uh, King Louis yeah. was the bartender. Louis. Shere Khan was like a businessman, CEO, yeah. enemy. Uh, and then Baloo. Who was the lady? Straight. The lady was Rebecca, but yeah. she wasn't in the movie what, Jungle her, Book. Kit's mom? No, Kit is the boy. boy. He's an orphan. Yeah. Uh, there was a little girl whose name is Escaping Me. She, that, she, Rebecca was the girl's mom, and she bought Baloo's plane and was like Blue's boss. Yeah. She she could get it. And then there was Don Carnage. <laughs> She's like a hot mom. Don Carnage sure. was also sadly not in the Jungle Book, but it's Jim Cummings doing a great uh, Desi Arnaz impression. So, or I can't You're do just it. Just ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Sure, yeah. Like yeah, Don yeah. Carnage, the pirate king. Nice. All right, so tailspin. Let me look at some more. Or do do another one because I, I think that one was kind right, of. All right, I don't. This this might be hard. I don't know because it sounds like you watch more of the action stuff, but um. Who's that coming from somewhere up in the sky? Dun, 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 dun. Um, shining so, bright, or sorry, something as a firefly. Dun, 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 dun. Rainbow bright. No, oh, so close. So close, though. Yeah, really close. Um, dun, 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 dun. Shira, the princess of power. No, sadly. What is that's Shira, Shira. Care Bears. It's Care Bears. Yeah. Fuck. You know, that was my first movie too. Oh my god, that my mom wouldn't let me watch that movie. Really? She claimed that the Care Bears were quote too violent. I mean, they shoot. They shoot 
lasers out, out of their, their tummies. Lasers of love. Of love and happiness. No, and, she's yeah. in, the, but that Don't they send lasers of luck, the green one? No, yeah, the Clover? green luck, yeah. He's the one that gets the other guys late, right? Yeah. yeah. The best sexual innuendo. No one ever talks about this, but Lucky Bear is the best wingman. You just take Lucky Bear to a bar and like you're gonna clean the just fuck up. Let him loose. Dong, dong, dong. I mean, look, I'm not gonna fuck a Care Bear, but like I'll hang, I'll hang. They're yeah. adorable. They're not. They're not attractive. I saw it in Paris. That was my first movie. My mother was over. The there. Care Bears movie. That French mean, professor. If that's Les Bisounours. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Wait, did you watch it in French? Was yeah. it dubbed or was there, there no, French it subtitles? No, it was the re- it was dubbed. Oh yeah. wow, Real nice French Boy. shit. I was now I want to hear like, what is Care Bears in French? Les Bisounours. Oh, oh, that's oh. See, yeah, yeah. I didn't know what you said because yeah. it just sounded like gibberish. Oh yeah, well, all French sounds like gibberish. <laughs> uh oh, now we've angered <laughs> the French. Oh no, this podcast <laughs> is now banned in France. You better believe it. Let's go through countries one at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so no, but um. Let me look more at these because this is just fantastic for anybody listening that may have just tuned into the tenth minute of this podcast. I'm looking over a big menu of old TV, old cartoon shows. For all of you who start podcasts and fast forward ten minutes, hey, some people do, man. That's I'm convinced. Sure, you know, uh, people tell me they love this podcast. They listen. I start quizzing them, and I, you know, they fuck it up as bad as I just did with the. Uh, these tunes, you know. One, well, you know, normally we, very quick. when we do the tunes, we have it's the actual, it's the actual audio. It's oh, not that's us. That's like a good, like a version, good of it, version of when it. When we just fuck just around, singing horribly and forgetting the words. Okay, and g- making people try to get what it is. I've got one. Yeah, because oh, there's no words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a terrible version of that. That could have been excellent Yo, in the beginning. I'll tell you one thing I know, too, because I'm also a big 80s music guy when I'm not listening to, like, underground hip-hop. I listen to a lot of 80s power ballads. Oh, uh, let me tell I you love something. power ballads. If mm-hmm. Simon Theodore and Alvin didn't cover it, your 80s power ballad ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> the Chipmunks had the best covers on that cartoon. No. There's a great episode called The Chip Punks. Okay. When they get, they all just start wearing like chains and leather jackets and get mohawks. mohawks and just start saying like school's no cool, school's not cool. Like it's the worst episode, but it is pretty funny. So what they covered schools out, fucking Alice Cooper? I don't remember the songs they sang, but like they I remember, I like imagine a punk song. It might they might be original yeah. ones in that I one. I remember them doing Easy Lover, fucking Phil really? Collins oh. and Philip Bailey. Yeah. I do really love that, that song. That was OG. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't do it. Can you? She's got a hurt and you believe it. Next podcast you make is going to be just actually. I think it may be time for an old school infomercial of the Chipmunks covering power ballads. Oh, you mean like, you know, like those with, old yeah, like, with like, CD yeah, compilations? Yeah, with like the votive candles in the background. I mean, that's a classic. Me, I want a hula hoop. We are living in a material world, and I am a material but actually, who cut? Because none of them was girls. So uh, was there a girl chipmunk though, like a like a normal from Garfield? Oh well, there were the, yeah. chipettes. the chipettes. The chipettes. Yeah, yeah. yeah there yeah, were yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> mirror images. They were the vanity three. <laughs> the chipmunks. But they're not in every episode. No, no. But they're in a bunch Regular of the episodes, and they're in the movie. They did uh, Material Girl. I remember uh, that. Oh, There's that no I doubt. For yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the chipettes. Wow. I, don't, I can't name a single chipette. Nope, I can't. This is a beautiful memory lane going on here. <laughs> yeah. Let me see. Um, any questions you guys want to ask me while I'm perusing this menu? Mm. Rambo and the Forces of oh, Freedom. Oh, and it's so oh. good. It's so oh, incredible. It's hysterical. What? The 80s action cartoons are truly some of the most fun to watch because you just... <laughs> the plots are ridiculous. The budgets are the bu- noticeable. Yeah, it's really uh, uncomfortable. And honestly, my favorite, well, one of my favorite. It's just to get you to enlist, you know, <laughs> or buy their toys. Yeah. It's mainly the toys for for GI Joe. I like that in GI Joe. There's like explosions Mattel. and lasers, but Hasbro. like no one ever dies. Hasbro. It's just like a real strange look at like the American military industrial complex through the eyes of like a 10 year old you know there were all these weird restrictions in the 80s on advertising to children and uh, they got lifted at a certain point and people just went ham and made these like giant episode orders to sell toys like he-man money grabs he-man was a toy before it was a cartoon gi joe was a cartoon like some of them the, you know some of the cartoons just were like okay we made a new toy we need a cartoon to match this mm-hmm. gem and the holograms oh, was just because hasbro made gi joe huge hit cartoon and toys and they're like we need a female version of this so they created gem and the holograms yeah. this rock band toy line they're like, like all right making cool. the book after the movie exactly yeah, make totally. us a cartoon now fuck yeah that's it, great, but it like it has led to like some just classic hilarious cartoons. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember when they started making guns like purple and orange and magenta oh, right. and yeah. shit because people would know, pull them and get capped. Things scary. I remember having a black cap gun. Oh really? Oh yeah, running around. I remember having like. You know, I don't necessarily remember having a cap gun, but I remember the RoboCop toys had the caps in it. Hell yeah. So you could, like, yeah. pull the thing on the back and make the RoboCop make... Shoot. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That was Also, for awesome. some reason, that terribly violent movie was made into a cartoon series. RoboCop, Robocop the animated series, existed. Did it really? I'm yeah. trying to recall oh, that. It was, like, one season. I remember but like the Rambo, video game. But Rambo, not a kid-friendly property. No. Here's 65 episodes of Rambo, like murdering people you know i didn't see that movie till i grew up and i didn't know the whole time that he was like a vet that was like forlorn with ptsd and like oh yeah the dark estranged the and shit yeah first blood part two is that the one that, where he hunts the, the cops or is it the, the first, first one where he, he hunts, hunts down cops? brian denny i don't understand how that was the first movie yeah. i always imagine that as like the second movie but the first movie was just about a vet with ptsd and then every other movie was just murder 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 for fun like in a war zone and i kind of skip over the fact that this poor broken man mm-hmm well, now there's six Rambos, though. They've yeah. made a yeah. few over. I haven't Ooh, seen Oh, there's a new one coming them. out, too. Really? Against, like, the cartels in Mexico or South America. Rambo Narcos? Yeah. Essentially, <laughs> he, like, retires somewhere, and then it's like, I guess I gotta go kill a bunch of drug dealers now. And it's, like, in a tunnel, like, in, like, a drug tunnel. You know, I'm gonna pay money and see this movie, though. <laughs> like, I kind of think I owe it to Sly by this point, you know? Like honestly, like he's a determined man. Yeah. And I feel like we owe him something. Yeah. Every Rocky, every fucking thing, you know, 
But certainly the, the Creed. Those Creed's were, were pretty amazing. good. I mean, they were, I mean, two of the greatest action movie franchises of all time. Same guy. I mean, I, I, I qualify Rocky as like an action film. I know that's Creed not two, the strictest definition. Creed 2 was a little bit like that new Star Trek 2 when they're like, it's not Wrath of Khan, and it was Wrath of Khan, but oh, it was disappointing. Creed 2... Was did you see Creed two with no, the Russians? I just they, had, they brought the, all the, they brought Dolph Lundgren back and oh everything. Yeah. Oh, I just yeah, looked at the gif awesome. of Michael B. Jordan coming out of a bathroom yeah. in a towel. That's really all I was there for. That's it. Sorry, I heard it was good and he's a great actor and I probably would see it, but I was just more looking at the images online. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Nope. Nope. No, not at all. Yeah, it's just weird. How many, more cereal. Uh, how many? How many? Might help me out. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I get the urge, I pour myself a hefty bowl of Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa Puffs, keeping your hand off your dick since 1972. Bunch of squares. <laughs> no, um, cuckoo, the, Sonny the Cuckoo Bird went crazy from too much masturbation. That's, that is canon. That's why he's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, because mm-hmm. it makes his, his urges go away. Is that a fact? That's a fact, yeah. 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 Wow. That is a fact. If you watch the commercials closely, you'll see. Huh. Yeah. You have to go back to the old yeah, ones. Yeah, I'm going to have to queue this up on YouTube. Can those be found, those old commercials? Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. Sonny yeah. masturbating. We, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe not the one of Sonny masturbating. They took that down. We show commercials throughout the show. Between every episode, we have a commercial break where we show classic commercials and you know blow people's minds at the things that were advertised to children in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. My favorite. People really have a big reaction to the, the Pizza Hut Pizza Head mascot. Like I feel like every time one of those... Pizza Head commercials. Comes Do you remember on. Mr. Bill? Hey, I'm Mr. Bill. I'm Mr. Bill, like from SNL, like the clay thing that would get like stomped. <laughs> yeah, I totally vaguely. So then there was pe- the, the Pizza Head show, and it was like Wait, this little slice of pizza from Pizza show? Hut that would talk, and then like had, like peppers for mouths. Yeah, and then there was like a uh, pizza slicer that was like Steve, the enemy, who would, like was always trying to like get Pizza Head. You if know, you saw if you, you saw know, it, you would remember it in a minute and go and iconic. and remember. I'll we tell you something. Should have brought you clips. Yeah. Pizza Hut fucked it all up, man. Because at one point they were capital of the pizza world, mm. and I oh, remember my, they all were of my youth is, is at a Pizza Hut. All the you know sports, soccer, basketball, after end of season parties, birthday yeah. parties. They had the jukebox rocking, fucking Bobby Brown. You know you get all the golden axe, all the big video games plopping off. X Men VHS cassette tapes with the purchase of a pizza, yeah. or the Turtle Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was Ninja just going to bring that up. Oh, yeah. Their rock Turtles band too. and and their rock band like cassette tapes you could yeah. get and VHSs you'd get by. Getting a pizza there. Yeah, and the pizza was good. It was. It's been as bad far as we knew for a while. I know. I mean, that's the thing about nostalgia is like, yeah. is, was it ever good? Or I was, was a child. Yeah, were your taste Even as a youth, I ate a lot of pizza and I had a lot of opinions about all Where are you the from? different brands here. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm from Texas originally. Okay. Okay. So I mean, yeah, Domino's at one point no. was okay. Now they're back. Domino's they are, and, and their pan pizza is legit yeah, better than is. Pizza Hut's. Sorry, yep. Pizza Hut, but you broke my heart. And Domino's, you can get into bed with me. Yeah, well, you're paid to say that. So yes, Michael Austin, brought to you by Domino's. But I remember they used to Pizza Hut used to have yeah, like the turtle things, and I remember when they made. 
the second Turtles Nintendo game mm-hmm, based mm-hmm. on the arcade thing. Yeah, and the all arcade game. littered throughout were Pizza Hut signs yeah. like in the fucking so video smart. game. Just and they would so give smart. you a free pan pizza if you bought the game or some shit like that. Like They really had it to a science. Their I think they fucked up in the movie, though. And I think in the second Turtles movie, Pizza Hut dropped the sponsorship and it turned to Domino's, if I'm not mistaken. I think the opening wow. of Turtles 2 opens with like a Domino's pizza. What a betrayal. Yeah, it might could be, be right. wrong. You might be right. I could be thinking of Pizza Hut fucking up in Demolition, Demolition Man. Man. This is my favorite. Oh, Pizza yeah. Hut fucking up. In the movie, they sponsor the movie. When they eat the food, it's like Pizza Hut won the fast food wars. And they're those little triangles or whatever. And then they, this dumb motherfuckers didn't pay like for the sponsorship of like the VHS release. And so in the mo- in like TV and VHS versions, Taco Bell jumped right the fuck in. I remember Because they saw little triangles and they're like, I got this. And now it's like dubbed over. It's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, again, Stallone. Stallone so, yeah. oh, yeah. Wait, no, he doesn't say it. Somebody tells him. The pizza, the fast food wars. I'm talking about yeah. I just rewatched that movie. It's so good. That movie does that movie absolutely hold up. Never fails. It's Simon Phoenix, hell yeah. The yeah. three seashells. The three seashells. Dennis Leary. Dennis. I always forget that he's in that movie. Sandra Bullock and the same guy that she's in the Miscongeniality movies with. Uh, Benjamin Bratt. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's very mm. confusing. I always think that I mean, that's Wesley the same. Snipes, it's like the same universe. Now, what were Street Sharks? Were they like <laughs> oh, bookies boy. or what? No, Street Sharks. Okay, so. The 90s, the early, like, mid-90s, I called the bodacious era of cartoons. Because Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out in 1987 and went on for 10 seasons in the 90s. And everyone's like, okay, teenagers, mutants, like, fast food, this is the combination we need. So Street Sharks is that cartoon. It's about, and it's different than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mm -hmm. in the following ways. Instead of turtles being turned into teenagers, it's human teenagers being turned into just horrifying anthropomorphic Anthropomorphic sharks. Like, just, it's the saddest motherfucking thing. But wait, they don't eat pizza, they eat hamburgers. And hot dogs. And hot dogs. Uh, And it was a huge hit. There's actually this amazing old commercial with Vin Diesel promoting Street Sharks toys, if you go back far enough. And that show was somehow popular enough to then have a spinoff show called Extreme Dinosaurs, which were about mutated kids into dinosaurs. Like, the amount of dinosaur and mutant TV shows in the early mid-90s is just bonkers. You left out the best part about Street Sharks, and that's that their catchphrase is Jossum! I did forget about that. the best part about it. It's just a shit ton of, like, aquatic puns. Yeah. It's really bad. It's amphibious awesomeness. Now, what about this fucking Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends? That sounds like the saddest fucking cartoon I've ever heard of. So that's some early 2000s stuff. It's like a PSA. For a long time, the show, you know, really just sort of uh, catered to the, like I said, 50s through, like, the 90s. But, you know, apparently now I'm 35. Apparently, younger people can drink and buy tickets to things. Yeah. That's what I've been told. So where I did not grow up as a kid with that show, that show was on in the early 2000s on Cartoon Network. We've started to allow cartoons through the year 2005 onto the menu. So you'll see your SpongeBob's and your Ben 10's and your Foster's Homes and Fairly Odd Parents. Foster's Home for Imaginary Creatures or Friends? Friends. Friends. is actually not like a depressing show at all. It's just like this boy's imagination uh, put into like this like mansion where all of these different 
like imaginary friends like hang out. So it's quite silly and fun in the so animation. So it's not like really a cool. foster home. No, Foster's no. the name of the character, correct? So that was kind of Foster's a poor. I'm not willing. Friends. I'm not willing to to. <laughs> that was a poor choice of, of a proper noun. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. It is a confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a lot, but it's a fun cartoon, and a lot of we've actually never gotten to watch it the no, show yet, true. but people uh, enjoyed it. Yeah. Connotatively, I'm curious now. I may have to cue that one. It's up. it's a cool. Go check it out. Like uh, the animation's neat, and Cartoon Network had some great stuff. Streaming service strictly for cartoons? No, sadly. Cartoon Network. Well, I guess they have their on demand. They're but, split yeah. between all the different streaming services. Yeah. Netflix has some. Hulu has some. Roku. Uh, Tubi. T U B I has like some. Amazon's got some. They're all over the place. Hmm. No, no one has them. You can only watch these cartoons at Spoon Students and Booze at Arlington Cinema and Draft House. Yeah, exactly. Well, how do you guys get them? Did you like buy the rights or like you have like are you go and hunt them down someplace? Don't tell me if it's if you're giving away a trade secret here. <laughs> I'm not trade secret. I don't know about that. Well, you know, we do protect our secrets uh, uh, slightly, you know, for this show. And, it, uh, you know, we are we're passionate about cartoons and we spent a long time putting this together. Wow. So you just edit that part out because it's a non-answer. Okay. No, no, no. A non-answer is fine. I like non-answers. Here, I'll make sure you edit it out. I'll just say, like, I'm going to kill a president, and then now you have to edit it out oh. or the police come. A president. They a could, president. They could already be dead for all we know. <laughs> I'm going to find the corpse of George Washington. That can't be that hard. I, I'm, I'm sure that's publicized where that corpse is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that actually desecration of presidents might still be a federal offense, nonetheless. I, I still think the FBI will show up at my house. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just as a competence thing, you know, assessment. Um, let's see. What else do we got here? And tell me whenever you guys are getting bored of this. Not this at all. Is this is fun. fun. We, we love to talk about what we do. Hell yeah. And, and we do it very often. That is true. We've well, had like like 300 shows oh, of wow. this. Yeah, I mean, we've been doing this. All around the country? Um, East Coast. Mainly the, the yeah. Northeast. You know, we've been doing this in New York and Brooklyn for like 10 years, and we do it like twice, sometimes more times a month there. We've gone to some other cities as well. Do yeah. you get comics on there, or do you just generally just you two and then the audience? It's generally us in the audience. Like, you know, we we you know, we show the cartoons, we do contests, we make fun of people in the contests, we joke about the cartoons and talk about it. We have had a special guest or two, but mainly it's just you just know, us. the hosts in the audience like hanging out, having some drinks and uh laughing at some old cartoons. And you guys do other work or is this it? This is like the full time thing. This is our full time thing. I mean Secret it's Formula is a full time business and we do spoons, tunes and booze, but we also do other nostalgia pop culture based shows like we do music video sing-along so like we'll do like a 90s hip-hop and r&b night and it's original music videos from like you know snoop dogg biggie anyone um from that era and that genre and we uh subtitle them with all the mm -hmm. lyrics and it's like mass karaoke everyone just gets drunk and just screams yeah. and sings and dances and like has that collective moment of like hell yeah i love the song of the 90s like i haven't heard it in forever like yeah and who wants to go to karaoke and wait to sing a song and yeah. have to listen and to listen all to those people. terrible people right. also in your we, on valentine's day usually we do a power ballad sing-along yeah. so it's like two hours Ooh. of power ballad Foreigner. and like oh, oh yeah Foreigner, with the actual music English. with the actual music videos too Which are you spectacular. Know. uh you know when you go to karaoke you get that blue screen Yo, if you're lucky, you get a couple you. standing on a bridge. Yeah, like a, yeah. those fake music yeah. videos. The, some of those are great, though. There's they are. this one place in Adams Morgan in D.C. here called Musette. And it's a karaoke place where I think Koreans own it, you know, and there's like 
six or seven different rooms mm-hmm. and you can rent out the room they do like table service and they've got a catalog that's like twenty five thousand titles oh and all these videos and yeah some of them are just stupid things like mountains in the background or <laughs> yeah. this or that you know but some of them are hysterical like they try we did i don't know who picked it but papa was a rolling stone and we did that, and, you know, they're talking about his carousing, his drinking or whatever, and they show, like, a picture of some house with a foreclosure sign and, <laughs> and like, a little Asian baby sitting on the fucking lawn, and it's hysterical. It's oh, just no. so unfitting with, like, the big old juke joint bass lines and shit, you know what I mean? That's <laughs> Part of me wants to quit everything we do and just go work for the company that, that makes those them? videos yes. and decides which videos to pair. I mean, it must be someone's job to actually pair them. It's not random, is it? <gasps> Imagine it's random. I hope it's someone's job and they're just having the best life ever. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a living. Uh, I mean, now you have to, we can say yeah. what we do. Yeah, exactly. We it's, throw it's weird. To live in. Throwing weird parties. parties and uh, taking people back to, like, their youth whether it's an old movie or music video or cartoon, the cartoons, you know, that's you know the big, our, our our biggest show. Spoonsoons yeah. and Booze is our, our temple. Temple. So yeah. now, now you said something a little earlier that I thought was interesting, and I've talked about this topic a lot, um, not so much on this podcast, but just in life, because I am a pretty nostalgic person, and you. Earlier when I said that, I think Captain Ann or one of those things didn't hold up. He said, well, nostalgia is a pretty powerful force and stuff, and it'll have you remembering shit a lot better than what it really was. Oh, yeah. Um, and how often do you see that at play with this thing? It, it, a, lot. A, a lot. I mean, so some of these cartoons are obviously objectively amazing. There's nothing wrong with Looney Tunes. All, almost yeah. all the Nicktoons are amazing. There's some dicey characters out there. I mean, nostalgia is funny. It can it can really betray you. I think the most recent example I can think of was this woman came up. She won one of our contests, and she's like, "I'd like to watch the Pirates of Darkwater," and we were like, "Are you sure?" Because and, we know. Because we know. We we've seen all of them, so we oh, know yeah, I see what it holds up, what doesn't. This super 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 serialized cartoon from 91 how many seasons did it last like a uh, couple it lasted two seasons yeah. it's part of two seasons part of hanna barbera's let's get serious early 90s era when they had swat cats mm. and oh pirates Another of dark water and crazy yeah. insane cartoon it, it was a choice it's so this cartoon is like every episode ties together and it's one big huge story that they tell week by week so it's sort of hard to drop in to be fair but we finished the episode, and the whole episode is like 20... Each cartoon's about 24 minutes long. Yeah. It was like 20 minutes of exposition of trying to catch everyone up on what had happened in a previous episode and explain the lore, and then four minutes of plot. So the cartoon ends, and I was like, hey, so, like, what did you think? Like, did that hold up for you? And she was like, absolutely not. Like, no. Wow. Like, it, that was bad. And I remembered loving it, and that was, like, bad. I mean, we were all laughing because it was bad. But Was she crestfallen about it? No. I think she had a good sense she of humor was cool about, about it. it. I mean, like, that's the great thing. Like, these, some of these cartoons are, are fucking – they're Terrible. bad. Yeah. And honestly, sometimes watching the bad cartoons is what makes the show even better because you just sit there and laugh and laugh and laugh about the shitty animation or, like, the – clunky dialogue or the fact yeah, that there's yeah. no discernible plot in this episode like that those episodes are oftentimes the ones that we want to watch because they're ridiculous shocking sometimes children don't have good taste yeah because <laughs> i was i was i had yeah. perfect taste. i was her i was six or seven years old watching pirates of dark water and loving it and now i'm an adult going what in god's name how did i s- 
I'm willing to just sit in front of a TV as a child and watch anything that is put in front of me, as yeah. long as it's animated. It's yeah. And there's a toy that I can buy afterward. Mm-hmm. It's like that scene in Repo Man where Emilio Estevez is watching the Circle Jerks, and he just is like, I can't believe I used to like these guys. <laughs> Nostalgia is a funny thing. You know, used poorly or used with the wrong intentions i think it could be a dangerous thing a lot of companies like try to use nostalgia to sell products in a in a, in a very cash grabby way because you know sense memory is a powerful thing like yeah. you know especially in stressful times yeah. in the world uh being able to be transported somehow back to a simpler time mm-hmm. a happier time can can make people do a lot of things I try, we try to make this a a positive event. I mean, obviously, we're selling tickets to the event, but we're beyond that, we're just trying to make everyone have a good time and relive these things for better or worse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, that's fantastic. I mean, I know if I could take a more uh, neutral attitude toward nostalgia, I'd probably be a better hip hop conversationalist. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of fucking arguments with yeah. people my age who actually want to defend the youth of today and their choices in the rap genre and I'm just going, No, these kids are fucking stupid. And then in like thirty years the people say. who are listening to this now will be having the same conversation. Uh-huh. So true. Yeah. It's very cyclical. But it doesn't way. mean they're not getting progressively more stupid. No. I mean, I'd argue <laughs> that the the entire like uh, industry of children's programming is getting dumber. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that Saturday morning cartoons are no longer a thing, destination television is no longer a thing, yeah, yeah. is is sad. I, the, You know, the conversation is so different now, especially when we're binging things and can watch things at different times. And I, I you know, I miss I miss. And I feel sad for kids who don't walk, wake up on Saturday mornings, watch cartoons, and then talk about them all day on Monday at school. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it takes away this way to connect with people and have a conversation. And, uh, you know, we right. try to bring people. And that's part of our show. We bring people to a place in person to come and talk and meet with other people who love these things. And, you know. Sure. And that's a common complaint amongst old you know, curmudgeon hip-hop yes. guys like me is that, you know, these youths, they don't get the experience of, like, you know, taking your allowance, saving it a couple weeks, <laughs> and then going to the mall and picking out a fucking disc from Sam uh, Goody, and you had just enough yeah. to get some Wendy's, and you get on the bus, and you're reading the liner notes on the way home, and you're looking at all the other bands and in the credits and being like, oh, I should look up that guy. You're learning the producers. You take the time. You know, and I've literally met people. This was funny. I was at a training one day. I do some other kind of work during the daytime besides comedy. And I'm in one of these fucking trainings, and I see this guy, and I'm wearing a shirt with Schoolie D on it. I don't know if you know who he is. He was on Adult Swim for a little bit. Uh, he's an old Philly gangster rapper from the mid-'80s. He's kind of famous. So he got a little cult thing, too. But anyway... This guy asked me, who's that on your shirt? And I said, oh, that's uh, Schooly D, you know, and he's DJ. And he says, oh, okay, that's interesting. I was like, you heard of him? And he just says, no, I have a rather passive relationship with music. And I'd never heard. <laughs> How can anyone have a passive relationship with music? And that's what I felt, too. But then I thought about it, and I actually do know a lot of people who just 
do the top 40 thing. They could tell you all that shit for all the years. Or maybe they don't tell you all, but they kind of know it. They put it on the radio, maybe occasional CDs. They download something on the iPod, like the single or whatever. Or like the, now that's what I call music 64 crowd <laughs> or whatever. But generally speaking, like, I, you know, they just don't cop to it like that or express themselves that way. And then the people like you and I that have a more active relationship with music are fucking appalled by yeah. that statement. Yeah, I was taken aback by it, too. It was fucking passive, you piece of shit, you know. But then I was like, actually, he's honest. I mean, I was raised by parents who were passive with music. They didn't have a record collection. We listened to, like, the oldie station, and I would hear, yeah. like, some new pop songs. I mean, shit, for a long time, I was just listening to, like, oldies, Willie Nelson, Jimmy Buffett, and then, like, musicals and classical music until, honestly, like, and boy bands that my sister listened to mm, until middle school, really, when I finally got into, like, modern, like, 90s rock music, and it changed my life because I was just raised in this place where music wasn't a constant. Where are you from in Texas? Houston. Okay. So, you know, <laughs> there's right. a game going on outside right yeah. now. Oh, Michael shit. Got, yeah, Michael I didn't mean today. to remind you I did. That. I did get booed today. Michael wore a very specific t-shirt i i didn't wear an astro shirt but i did wear a shirt with uh astro jetson the dog from the jetsons oh, dope. and that was my that was oh, my they booed him my, they did boo me like loudly once oh, they yeah. figured out why i was why wearing the shirt it was pretty funny. Yeah. i will say and i mean i'm a dc guy through and through i'm happy to see the nets where they are but the astros gear that old shit they had the white with the fuck. I almost bought a leather coat with some of that, but with the um, like the orange blue the orange logo, blue yeah, backdrop that. Woo! The saddest, the saddest years of my life were when the Astros brought out that stupid fucking like new maroon red shit with like yeah. the star with like this futuristic star logo. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Broke my heart. I like, like the future star with the fucking black backdrop, but, mm. but burgundy. Yeah, the burgundy uniforms they had. Strictly for the birds. Yeah, I agree. No, I but I you know go go Nationals. Fuck yeah, yeah. DC. Dung, 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 dung. 51st state, motherfuckers. What? <laughs> yeah. As long as they keep a name, District of Columbia. I'm down. I'm with it. So um, all right. Well, I want to let y'all get back to the game because I didn't even realize you were from that part of Texas. Uh -oh. Yeah, I am from shit. that part of Texas. I mean, I'm not like I'm. I'm a pa I'm a passive, passive. sports fan. <laughs> okay. I care at the playoff if my team is in the playoffs or the finals. You know, whatever that is. Otherwise, I'm not watching much other than maybe like UT football. Sure. Uh, a couple brief things before we get out of here. Uh, next weekend at the Arlington Cinema Draft House, we are going to have the pleasure of having Bobby Lee back here. He may do this podcast again. We will see. Um, but he's having shows um, that Friday and Saturday at 7.30, 10 Friday night, and then 7 and 9.30 Saturday night. Um, you can follow us at CounterCurrents and get a chance to win free pairs of tickets so do that and then additionally at the dc comedy draft house the friday and saturday night seven and nine we have silicone valleys alice wetterland should be a good show so put your 
request, comment on our shit, tell me you hate me, you know, whatever. And, do people uh, do that? They tell no. you that they hate no, you? No, no one has the balls. But the fact <laughs> is. The first person to comment that they hate him wins tickets to our next show. Yeah, December 7th go. and 8th. That's perfect. And I'll be there. Spoons, and Booze Christmas special. Yeah, we're going to have all of the Christmas-themed episodes and two Hanukkah episodes for people who don't celebrate Christmas. That's right. Tickets and, on sale now. I'll be there with the Rambo M60, ready to take it <laughs> to your ass. We would love to have you. Fuck yeah. And you're coming on stage. Yeah! Oh, you have to. I may come tomorrow if y'all let me on Please. stage. Please, yeah. yeah. Come yes. on down. Talk some crazy we'll shit. Do, well, you come on stage, we're, we'll do Name That Tune. Okay. You'll do the official version, and then yes. we'll really test you. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's, that, we'll definitely Let's do that. Let's do this shit. All right, so if you want to see PDC Heal tomorrow, well, now this airs Monday, but anyway, uh, if you missed it, sorry. Uh, where can they get at you guys? So you can follow us at Secret Formula NY. Sorry, we're New York based. And that the handle was not Secret Formula was not available, so we're Secret Formula NY. Uh, you can follow us on the grams, the tweets, uh, the Facebooks, and all yeah. that good stuff. Or SecretFormulaNY.com. And like Nell said, we'll be back in December. On the 7th and 8th. That's right. Here at the Arlington Cinema and Draft House with our Christmas edition of Spoons, Dunes, and Booze. Come on through, y'all. Yes, this is going to be great. Well, thank you, guys. Thank it's you. a lot this of fun. Really fun. And we'll do it again. I Fuck yeah. So. Peace.